Hey everybody. Hey. Nice. Welcome back to another episode of Cows and Canoes Season 2. Uh, just Desserts is uh, what I'm calling the season so far, just because. Okay. Uh, I'm Brandon, and uh, to my right is the lovely Miss... Kitty Cat. And then across the way is our special guest... Sabrina. And uh, Mrs. Brittany is uh, taking a vacation for the day. Um... And we'll, we'll probably jump into that to another time. So, uh, Sabrina, you'd be the special guest this week, which makes it super fun. You are the first of your kind here, and uh, I'll let you decide what that actually means here. Uh, tell us about yourself. Start at the beginning, and then... Tell us about your yeah. parents oh, having so sex. The, so, your career. So, you know that our podcast is the service industry. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about your experience in the She's service like, industry. Wait, we're talking about what? And then, tell us how you, like, bridged over into your current career. And transitioned. Yes. Okay. Um, so, the parents had sex. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start that far back. Uh, well, I mean... Start it like your... Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. like, your age. How old are you? I'm 33. Okay. 33 now. And then you worked in the service industry for how many years? Well, I still currently do. So I was 14. So however long that is, 19 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In and out of it. I'm in and out out of it. I just do it part time now. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so I started as a busser when yeah. I was 14. Nice. That's where That's I started. Where you started. Mom and That's pop. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom and, Mom pop. and pop. So yeah. a little place that uh, just some people came here and uh, from New York and were trying to make a name for themselves. They too were mm-hmm. waiters at a prolific restaurant around. Is that a word? I should mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. And um, so they started this place and I was actually like in and out of trouble a lot. And the guy who hired me came in and like would talk to all the troubled teens all the time. And he was like, well, I'll give you a job if you would actually work and not be an asshole all the time. And I was like, okay. No promises. Yeah. I was still definitely an asshole. And so I started working there and bussing tables and stayed there for my whole life until I, uh, about five years ago. Really? So 14 years, 15 years. It's a long time at a restaurant. Bussing tables and waiting tables and then bartending and then doing caterings. So let's start with that one real quick because okay. I do have that question because you, did you ever get into management or did you always stay at the uh, service no. level? Yeah, it was just, I, I'm not so, a boss. Yeah, see, well, that's fine. I've, I've always done, I've done a couple mom and pops, but the ones mm-hmm. that I've worked at have shut down while I'm still working there. Oh. So I've never been able to make it to any restaurant that's 14 years they're still going are they yeah so what is it you think that made them successful because that is a very interesting thing their clientele yeah Mm -hmm. they uh they had a lot of rich you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. people who uh around town just name droppers and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and they are good at working them really i guess perfect yeah that's pretty awesome you know because like i said the ones that i've worked at it was you know up and shut down in you know a year and a half yeah. or something i think the regulars really are what make a mm-hmm. make a restaurant absolutely last. yeah yeah could be the area too yeah oh it's pretty nice nicer side for sure yeah so you did that for 14 years do you go straight to this new position since then or did you no i did a couple other like little jobs in the middle because i was just trying to look for something that mm-hmm. had more stability i became a mom and right you know i was just like, trying I'm to an get adult like, now well, I was trying to get like benefits and yeah. that type of shit. Yeah, the dirty mm-hmm. B word in the restaurant yeah. industry, man. Yeah. And so uh, I did a couple of other things like I uh, overnight, um, what's a room service mm. at a casino. At a casino. At a casino. So you actually do that like midday in reality then, right? I met Dwight Yoakam. That was hey. cool. Mm-hmm. And OJ Simpson came there. Whoa. Was that? 
obviously, yeah, it had to be post because I was like 93. How oh, it was that? a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, So he like had all the specific stuff that he needed and wanted on his morning tray. Yeah. But Yoakum was really cool. Like his pants are really that tight. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Awesome. Uh, yeah. That was not going to be a question, but I'm glad. <laughs> glad I right. Well, I noticed it. <laughs> I bet. Um, so in between that, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, then, most recently, then you are now. Actually, I got a couple questions on the room service thing. So hotel. I'm assuming it's one of the big hotels. Okay, here so now. I know about this too. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you have some experience here. You have some experience here. The difference, I think, is the casino part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, is. I'm I'm curious to like. Yeah. So, uh, what is the difference between like a regular hotel and like a casino hotel? Whenever you're doing that kind of room service. Well, I never I have it's done probably a, just a lot more drunk people. Is it I've never done a regular hotel. Service? Right. So I I couldn't compare the two, but I'm sure that it's just a lot more. You know, hmm. is it rancid, 24 hour? Like you go up there. Uh no yeah yeah for sure it's okay. twenty four hour because ours well ours like has the room a, service she's an talking end about time. no no we I was the overnight one so like the people like you the mm-hmm. the cool people we would call them the cool people there they'd go home and then I'd take over the the r- raunchy shift oh. so when you, you said raunchy and How it's a lot more like rancid so a lot of naked I was gonna people. say so tell me like let's get into that for a half second so um. What do you mean a lot more rancid and raunchy? Like, is it just a really common occurrence? You show up, buck ass naked. Was it like an 11 o'clock? Naked, naked, doing it, drug, I mean, alcohol, just just whatever you would do at a casino in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ordering food. Like some fucking French toast. (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) Eat it off my chest. (laughs) That's what I I get some chocolate syrup and whipped cream and cherry and. Oh, man. I'd always send a candle with it when they'd order that. <laughs> no. No, not at all. That was a joke. <laughs> That's funny. So then, uh, weirdest thing that you saw in that time frame, other than Dwight Yoakam's tight pants. I got that part. That was definitely the weirdest. Um, probably, I mean, just the same like anything else. Nothing that stands out. But I guess naked, you know, drug kind of yeah. weird stuff. I don't have a specific no. story. I told did the ones that feel, I knew about. Did you ever feel unsafe? Like, were you ever like, yeah. here's your shit, I gotta go? No. Um, drop it at the, the door and run. If, if there was ever like a crazy call, the security at the casinos are so tight. Like there was never a time that I felt worried Did you ever have like a security button? Like I know. Okay, no. so at dispensaries, they have like mm-hmm. security. Yeah, necklaces. Necklaces. But I have been in a situation where I had to go and the people didn't pay like when they were supposed to because they paid, they chose cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to call security and security came there with me. Interesting. Yeah. And so they would just stand and they knocked on the door and I had to I had to talk and they were like looking in and Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a so. weird way to be. What out of curiosity, what do you think caused that incident to start? They ran out of money? I mean that would be my Oh, guess. are you asking like how I think the customer felt? Like the No 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 with the uh, security having to go up there and, and the entire thing like Well, I'm sure that experience. there were just crazy stuff. I mean I didn't I'm I mean it's a casino. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's three in the morning. I'm sure there's lots of meth. Um, Security just like it was so tight there. Mm -hmm. I couldn't walk down a hallway and feel scared about something. You should never like in a casino. There's security like every thirty-seven steps. Yes, yeah. Literally, I once like got drunk at the casino and tried to sneak into the pool like after hours. No, and it's an outside. Um, I could. So they had like this little stone, a couple steps up, like maybe three feet high, stone little wall, and then it was like a little bit of like gardening stuff mm-hmm. and then like a little 
wrought iron fence thing that was not that top that tall and i got up to put my hands on the wrought iron part before they were like uh what the fuck you doing get well, down wear your shoes let's go get your shoes yep. they have somebody whose like, specific hey, job let's go is to like watch the cameras and so i mean they i mean multiple yeah. i'm sure as soon as we walked out the door they were like yeah. what are these drunk bitches doing mm-hmm yeah, I'm sure. Oh, look at this one. She's going to try and crawl into the pool. Right. You think she's going to make it? Let's take a bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I sure you not. They probably were. Go, go down there and get her. She's going to fucking right. fall. Call she's going to hurt herself. Yeah. Go get her. She's real drunk. Make That's sure she gets exactly probably how the conversation yeah. was. I bet. Mm. I seriously do. Because at first I was like, you know, fucking, we paid for this room. We're going to go. <laughs> no, I didn't really act like that. But I was like, come uh. on, man. Like, <laughs> We paid for the room. You said all of that, but a lot nicer. Yeah, yeah. just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah in her it's mind, she was like swimming. super awesome. And she was hoping to get the cuteness. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. That's exactly, that's exactly what I was uh-huh. going for. Yeah, I mean, you got to try. The answer is always no if you don't ask. Right. So true. The worst that can happen is a no. Yeah. Or, or a security order. comes. Yeah. Yeah. Or security comes and escorts you to your room mm-hmm. to make sure that you're drunk ass. And then I tried to go back downstairs, and then the same dude was like, "No, uh-uh. no. <laughs> you're normal yeah. downstairs." Yeah. <laughs> I woke Cute up. Yeah. I woke up like half naked and half under a bed. Did he do that? Half no. under a bed. Yeah. You were getting murdered. Like <laughs> I literally just like, listened what? to a Dateline today about a girl who was found like half under her bed, but she was dead. Yeah, so that was you, except for not you. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we have a lot of those podcasts, I guess. People get killed. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, moving on. So now you are a letter carrier. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about that a little bit, because uh, I actually applied to be a letter carrier way back in the day. And I mean this, like, legitimately. You I think don't I have was the legs for it. 19. Oh, let's stop see. Stop it. It was actually before I actually went to the military. So I, it would have been 2005, probably, something oh, like that. Oh, that is a while ago. Uh, 15 years ago. Um, And actually, it wasn't bad, but the biggest thing that I remember is that I went through the testing, I got all that stuff, and then I got rejected for speeding tickets, which, surprise, it's a driving job. Not really Uh surprising. Oh, yeah. That happened to me when I first started. I had to reapply again after three years of my license That's what mine told me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and mine, it's clean now. I could could do it. I'm not worried about that. But um, I was like, yeah, man, I did great on this, and I got the interview, and I did all this, and they ran the background check, and they're like, ooh, sucks for you, bro. Mm -hmm. You know? So I got that letter. How'd you feel about the test? It wasn't hard. Um, I went... For me, it wasn't hard, and I guess I should, uh, and this isn't a brag or anything like that, is that right after that, whenever I joined in the military, um, I was an intelligence specialist. I scored really well in the ASVAB, and I just do really well with those pattern recognition tests, and that's really what it is, if that's I remember right. That's what I was right. going to say, yeah. Because um, it's like, um, you know, pick out the pattern for these addresses, or like, hey, try to get as far into this, you know, address strain as you can. What address should be next kind of things. And I do really well with those tests. You know, there's some things that I really am terrible at but those i was really solid at so mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was it wasn't terribly hard but i definitely um i could see how people could struggle with it for sure yeah yeah how about you no i did the same i mean mm-hmm. i was never an intelligence anything but wow. i can tell you the address yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can see the pattern you understand how this works. yeah i mean it was fun though i mean um so what is it like getting into the uh the postal service as a whole because you know, it's kind of that weird, um, in my op- opinion at least, I always see it's that weird thing that like I know it pays really well for, for what it is, um, but it kind of has that like, 
you know, people go crazy doing it and, and all the other kind of stigmas and stuff that are attached. Yeah. So what is it that like leading into it, the training and everything else, like what was it like getting into that culture from, from being outside of it for the first well, really just, I mean, especially coming from a server and just kind of doing whatever you want to all right. the time. Like you just come in, go out, whatever. It's kind of the structure of it, really having to do this at a certain time and at a certain pace and mm-hmm. all of that. So yeah, that was, you have like, you have a specific amount of time that you have. I mean, everything. That I have to right. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like even the routes are yeah. like specific. Like you get right. this much mail. With the, we expect mm-hmm. you to get it done in Excellent eight and a time. half hours. Now I know there's a difference. There's a good uh, friend of mine who used to uh, come into the restaurant. He used to work out in Arkansas, and he was the um, postmaster for for um, uh, Northwest Arkansas where he was at. Um, What's his name? Is it Greg? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> even if it was, not gonna say it on air for the guy. Oh my brat. My no, brother. no, you're good. You're good. Um, but he used to tell me his biggest complaint he had was that he had a lot of contracted letter carriers for like rural areas because it was Arkansas, obviously. Um, and those guys would always try to re-tag the route and say, oh, listen, if I, I actually had to do this route, so I should get paid this extra money kind of thing. And they try mm. to fuck the paperwork up, which you guys know. don't have that issue, right? Yeah. I don't know really much about the rural side of it. I'm yeah. city carrier. And so I know that they get paid differently. Like they get mm-hmm. paid per route instead of how long it takes them. Right. So, I mean, they have, and they get paid when they first start more. Oh yeah. Yeah. At the beginning. Interesting. They have to use their own vehicles though too, right? Not, I mean, at, like in, rural. in like smaller mm-hmm. places, but in like, you know, regular towns, no, like hmm. even here. So. Right. Right. So then you've been doing it now for how long? Five years, and there's a difference in, like, I say five years, so they have where you're, when you become a regular. And so as a regular, like, where I, like, mm-hmm. got benefits and all the stuff I was looking for in the first place, three years. Okay. Because so, you, like, start out, it's like a So you were CCA. a temp or something, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Except for not a temp, obviously. I mean, they train you and they do everything. Well, but. it is a temp. So the way they get around doing your benefits is that they fire you for five days a year. Like you work 360 days and you're literally that fired. Is so fucked up. For five days until so until they get around that they can decide. How is that legal? How is that legal? I'm sure that if somebody like really tried to do something about it, but I think that the you know with all of their lawyers and their contracts and everything mm-hmm. they have, it's in their contracts. So that's probably yeah. What you makes sign it because it you're gonna give you this yeah. job. Yeah. yeah, that's so fucked up. But it doesn't last forever. It well, lasts for a sure, while. but it's still a How dick way to play. How long were you CCA? Um, sixteen months. God, I think I think my partner was like a CCA for like twenty two. He was he was for, for a while. while. Oh, like mm-hmm. for a long time. So, what is uh, CCA contracted carrier? Or what is CCA? It is City Carrier Assistant. Assistant. Mm-hmm. And so, mm. in the post office, you have all of these acronyms for right, right. everything. Like even for the vehicles, right, everything. right, mm-hmm. yeah. So with the uh, entire setup, obviously getting into it, getting trained. What's the training like when you're going into something like this? Because I imagine it's not crazy complicated. It's it should be pretty direct. Of you know, you get this well, packet, you range it, and you take it out, right? I mean, but other than that, what else is it? So I am now also a trainer. Like I do what we call the academy, okay, at the post office, and so. They literally, they have you go in for three days Mm -hmm. and they run you through one day. 
mm-hmm. like what you do from the very beginning until the very end. And you wouldn't think that it's a lot to remember until you're doing it. And you're now like, it doesn't seem do? like yeah. a lot to remember for me because I do it every day. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, I mean, it's it's hard to, but just like anything, just like with waiting a table, mm-hmm. like you don't understand whenever you have a waiter come to your table and you're like, hey, well, they've got to go back there and put in the order and talk to the mm-hmm. person. And I mean, it's just, just like any job, I would suppose. It's okay. it's quite like they put a lot into their training of a person because they want them to, you know, be successful. work for them. No, be no, no, no. no. Oh. Yeah. No, they want them to continue to work for them and be efficient and make their time. That's really their good. whole thing okay. is like efficiency. Yeah. Like my partners complain about them having to do route checks and stuff and how, because they'll check routes every, you know, what do you mean by check quarter. routes? Like somebody shows up and waits for you to arrive sometime waiting for you or something? Or what, do, what, what is checking They can do route? that randomly on a route, like a, throughout a shift mm-hmm. or whatever. Like your manager could just come in and be like, just checking on you. Just making sure you're where you're supposed to be at the right place. Because their little, their um, scanner things mm-hmm. have GPS in them. So they can, their manager can just find them and like go do. But anyway. All right. Fair so, enough. So no, they'll do like route checks to see how long it takes a person to like carry all of the mail for mm. the route gotcha so if a normal carrier is like it takes me seven hours to carry this route and then the guy like a route check happens there's comes five out, hours and he's like uh you kind of sat around for three too hours long. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean you can't sit still because they like right they flag it yeah fair enough so then what what do you actually do nowadays other than obviously you got a trainer primarily still letter carrying or what else what do you do nowadays primarily well, for a long time, um, they had the Amazon contract, mm-hmm. so the packages just went crazy. Right. And now Amazon is doing their own stuff. Yeah, that bet that hit you guys pretty hard, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's really just been the letters and it's ads all the time is what you guys get in your bills. <laughs> y'all get ads and bills and mm-hmm. just the the regular just little packages that people send back and forth through the post office. And, sure. I mean, Target and. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, I know there was that big uh, issue people had with Amazon, um, you know, using the USPS the way they were. And I actually think it actually brought a lot more business to the Postal Service, right? Like, you guys lost a lot of mail when when Amazon quit doing it as much, right? Um, I mean, I know that they wouldn't have done it if it weren't... <laughs> By the way, so uh, Kitten over here is smelling Don't her feet. Don't tell them. Don't no, hell yeah, we are. Takes off her shoes and smells her foot immediately. <laughs> I didn't mean to giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. Why are you putting your shoes back on? Everybody I'm already knows. I'm narrating this Listen. terrible thing I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you putting your shoes back on. No anyway, worries. I don't yeah. know the numbers for it. I've, I've never looked. But sure. um, from what I gather, uh, yeah, I mean, I, my, my daily duties have fallen off but i mean the mail is still the same so it's just maybe like i probably have uh, a third two-thirds of the packages that i did but other than that i mean the mail is the same i don't know it doesn't affect my life daily she's saying get closer to the mic oh i thought i was too close no you're good no you're good so then um the uh best part of the job what is it why do you why do you stick with it other than hey i got benefits because it's got that part (laughs) Um, because I really like being out there alone. Okay. Like, you know, I never had that, like, in the, you're always with somebody or by somebody or something. And so I get, I get this, uh, 
I don't, I'm working and I'm getting all the stuff that I would any other job, but I don't have somebody constantly over my back. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can obviously, and there's always big brother watching, but there's not somebody there. And really in a lot of the places, like people love their mail lady, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just like having a regular at a restaurant. Like you have the ones that come out and they'll greet you and tell them, tell you about their family. And I like that part. And, uh, really just like the benefits right in the pay so i know like my wife i know um had made up one of those little boxes to give like the letter carriers and stuff during the summer um you know gatorades and things like that Mm -hmm. um and none of the carriers we had took anything she was like maybe there's a law against her or something i don't know maybe they think we're stupid that they didn't i know and we're like it was just gatorades did you put a sign on it yeah yeah, of course. That's really bizarre. Yeah. It is. Because that's one of my favorite things. Like, yeah. Especially in the summer. Like if yeah, you just we doing it, yeah. do a frozen drink and just put it out there. Just a frozen, mm-hmm. like you would put it in the freezer that morning. Yeah, that's, that's what you the do. the best. Yeah. Like yeah, it, a little I would, refresh. And it mm-hmm. would make me so happy. And I promise like you'll get better service. And not because I give people bad service if you don't give me something. But just because I'll remember it the next yeah, time I come right. up. And I'll be like, and I don't know how I could give you like, oh, better service. But maybe I'll knock on your door and be like. I've got your, your paper here. up here too. I brought your paper from your driveway. You know, just right, like right. something silly. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Worst part? <sighs> you know, it's hard. I really like my job. Like, yeah. I guess the worst part is waking up in the morning and have to go to fucking work. You Fair. Know? <laughs> like, what time do yeah. you start? You start pretty early, right? Like uh, 5.30? 7. 7. That's not bad. I, yeah, I live, kind of, I live far away. So I wake up at 5.30, but I don't start delivering until then. Right. Until 7 o'clock. There's it's different times yeah, other places depending so. on yeah mm-hmm. where you're at makes sense. Cat, what questions you got for this uh, lovely lady? Um, I had one forming and I should have like jotted it down real quick. But I I wanted you to like walk us through your typical day. So you like go in, you clock in, mm-hmm. and then what do you do? So I just go and grab all the regular letter pieces that didn't come through the pre-sorted stuff and start putting them in a case where they belong on mm-hmm. the route that I'm going to do that day. And um, so what is this case? Is it basically like little slots? Because I've seen mm-hmm. um, in movies, you know, they're putting. Well, didn't you see one during your test? Like it was on the test? You know, so it's just like, on. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was 15 years <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's just like a box, like a. Right. And it just has like slots, right? Yeah, it's almost. like a bunch of little. Uh, and it's your whole route in order. Okay. So, okay, I mean, so it's it already starts, pre-sorted out. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And so you can just put the letter in there. So when you bring it all down, it'll all be in order for you as you go out. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Okay. And then you take all of that out to your truck, right? Yeah. Well, you got to get all the packages and you got to do that a couple of times. So you're it's like an hour and a half that you're in the office doing your stuff. The pre-setup work. And then you take it out to your truck and you line it up pretty much the same way mm-hmm. that it would come your case, just where it'll come off easier. It depends. Um, like if you're on a walking route, then you've got to work it out of the back of your truck for safety reasons. Sure. And uh, if you're on a mounted one, then you can load it all up front and you just load it all in order and start your day. You, you'd have to take your break in the morning. It's mandatory. Union. What do you mean? Union you strong. Like you just take a 15 minute break yeah. after you get packed and all that. Yeah. Or, or before just sometime in the morning you have to take one because. Okay. Uh, so then once you get uh, out on the route mm-hmm. uh, and you, you said you're primarily uh, walking, right? Um, I am what they call a string. A string. Or a 
T6 position or a CT. Listen here. (laughs) Uh, So carrier technician or I don't know what the T6 stands for. Okay. um, But I call mine a string is what I call it. Right. And it's where um, there's a carrier that works five different routes instead of just having one. Okay. And so they can rotate on those people's days off. Gotcha. And so I don't have to do the same route every single day, but I'm still a regular with all the benefits. Okay. And uh, you get paid a little bit more because you're doing five routes instead of one. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. So then is the uh, position you have more highly sought after or is the... uh... No, no. People, for some reason, people don't like doing five different routes. They like to have their steady Yeah, I know what I'm doing. That's it. Yeah. Heard that. It seems like you'd probably have a little more work available to you because of that, right? Yeah. So there are different, um, like, uh, overtime assignments Mm -hmm. that you can bid on or you can get on. Okay. And so if you want to be on what they call the big list is where you can work overtime uh, every single day off of any route. There you go. And if you're on a string and you you do work assignment, you can get overtime from all of the routes that are on one of your five routes right do you understand what i'm saying yeah okay okay so like how much how much would you make like in that overtime like on an average actually it's time and a half i was gonna say i don't want to get too deep into the pay as a whole but i do have so how what is the pay structure straight hourly or how how are you designed yep hourly um you don't get into salary until you get into management okay yeah uh, except for rule rule has yeah, yeah, a, whole a whole different, different situation yeah. i think they get paid like here your route you're doing is assigned for eight hours so you're getting paid eight hours even if it takes you five right or even if it takes you ten right yeah that's exactly my understanding of it yeah. as well so then if you're picking up overtime and you said you're picking up off somebody's routes is mm-hmm. it just like all right well it's going to take you 7 hours to finish that I'm taking the last 2 hours or like how does how does it work Well for... maybe if they are aren't on the list and they're only allowed to work 8 hours that day. Oh okay. So if they have more mail and it's going to take them longer they'll give that part away to somebody who is on the list who wants that money wants that overtime. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I took us down another train and I didn't mean to. I interrupted your day and like the Oh the chain of events that happens. We, we go down tangents yeah. a lot, don't worry. I, like I just wanted to bring it back to it because I know that the routes are set up like for like the splits for a segment of time. Like you can generally get them done within a certain amount of time and a split is like a We street. use generally lightly. Yeah. yeah. We use generally lightly. <laughs> That's, that's a good phrase. All right. All right. Uh, it's the first time I've ever said it, but I like it, too. Uh, yeah, you uh-huh. should conti- you should coin that term. Like, okay, I have right here. That. We it happened on Cows lightly. and Canoes. It did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll mark the date down. That way it's, it's, right. on, it's on paper. Um, that's a good term. Uh, so then you get your gear loaded up. You get into the truck. Um, I mean, obviously you get out on the street, but mm-hmm. what what uh, normally what do you have going on for your setup? So first thing, uh, if you're on a walking one, you'll go to your back of your truck once you get to your first address, and uh, so they have these scan points. I'm glad that nobody knows who I am right now. It's fair. So they have these scan points that you have to make, and mm-hmm. usually there's one at your very first stop, and it like tracks you and says, "Oh, you're here at this time. This is where you're at." And they used to have those before they had the GPS on the scanners. Okay. And now they have the GPS on the scanners, but they still have you make these scan points. So, so describe what a scan point is, because the only thing I'm picturing is like a post with like yes. a barcode. Is yes. that literally what it is? It's yes, in the mailbox. But it's usually like, on the mailbox. I've seen oh. them at my last apartment. Mm-hmm. It was in my mailbox. Yeah. Oh. The so it lets point. them know, hey, this is where I'm at. And yeah, I think yeah. they're keeping them both at the same time right now. 
to get a more accurate up. read yeah, yeah. on what their scanner is doing, you know, like making sure that they're right, right. pinging at the same place. And, interesting, interesting. Know. Anyway, so that's what you do. And then you just deliver the mail, you know, I walk up and down the street and I have it like in my arms and in my bag. And uh, How heavy is one of those bags? You are supposed to hold up to 35 pounds in it. So okay. whatever the case may be, it depends on how heavy the mail is or how many say, packages you have. Do you just kind of fill it till it's like full and yeah. just call it good? Mm-hmm. Or like, or do you like actually like, eh, it's about 35 pounds. Well, we don't have like a scale. In the yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. like you do the, the arm guesstimation. Yeah. Like, yeah, that looks good. Well, if it's a little too heavy or something is awkward, it won't fit in there safely. Mm-hmm. Then I'll, what we call hop, hop that item out, which is where you just drive up to the address and take it. Okay, mm-hmm. heard that. So, as a um, you know, as a uh, walking carrier, mm-hmm. you know specifically, um, how long do you normally take to go up and down a street like a normal size street? Is like a, a 10, normal size street, like, like fifteen. Yeah, okay, that's, that's what we call it, like just a regular. Okay, interesting. So then, um, from there, how do you figure out your lunch time? Is it just when you decide to stop and go for it, or how do you? How does all that work out? I think that um, I think that depends on office or carrier or what district. I don't I don't know um, specifics on other places because sure. you have local uh, memorandums or sure sure. How do you do yours? I I have a certain spot on my routes that I like to stop at. Like I want to get to this point before I go and take this break, and then I'm going to have this amount left when I get done, and I know that's what I have left. Okay, so, so I don't have a time it on volume rather than yes. So I could I usually go to lunch in between like twelve or two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so usually closer to two. Right. Hour lunches or what's your what's your standard? thirty minutes. You get thirty minutes for lunch. Okay. Well you're already out and about, so I imagine it's yeah. it's pretty quick. How often is it that you actually get time to get out and, and have something to eat or do you bring lunch most of the time? Because thirty minutes can be that Oh yeah. It's that back and forth. No, I definitely bring it like every day because I did I guess probably for the first year, like I would just get stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. But it ended up just being expensive, yeah. Expensive, really expensive and super time consuming. Right. You know, like like half your lunch would be getting your shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then you have to wolf it down and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I've worked at jobs where you have 30 minute lunches and it's mm-hmm. the worst. So I just go and heat my stuff up and then like I get my Amazon book out and like mm-hmm. read it my whole lunch and I try and like ignore the people like wherever I usually go to Quick Trip is where yeah. I just stop yeah, at I believe it. Get free water. You have people like stop you and they're like, excuse me, where's this? Or like just talking to me, just like, yeah, blah, blah. and that's fine. Like I'll do mm-hmm. conversations, but I'll just try to stare at my book and like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like <laughs> passive aggressively, like, leave me the fuck alone. My you're, partner you're hates it. He'll stare people down. Way. He'll like watch I them. I guess. And he'll like, we've had people, because I'll take him lunch sometimes mm-hmm. and uh, we'll sit in the car and somebody will come up, walk up with like a letter in their hand to give to him. And he'll just fucking stare at him. He won't take it. He won't even roll down the window. We've had people like come up and knock on the window and be like, are you little? And he's like, yeah, you can come talk to me in 25 minutes when I'm done with my lunch break. <laughs> I see. I would. Ne- I would never do that. He that just said, ballsy, he's man. like, "This is my yeah. time." You can- but it is. But they don't know that. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. That's well, if ballsy. he's sitting in my personal vehicle. Yeah. And well, we I clearly would, have, because we'll have like, the lunch somebody, up on my dashboard. I could never imagine somebody coming to a personal, I've never had that, but I've never just like, Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've definitely had that happen to us. I've had somebody else come out and like yell at us to get, um, drive off from being in front of their property. 
And he's like, yeah, I'll leave in 30 minutes when my lunch break is done oh, after so I deliver like, your mail to your house. You'll like drive up to wherever he is on the route, like in your yeah. personal truck and park behind him. And yeah. like, y'all will just chill in your car. Yeah. But don't you think like as like a, a customer, like I would, I would like yeah, as a customer, weird people like you'd be in front like, of my house. Yeah. why is that? Have you not seen like the, like the videos of them like getting in their car and like... <laughs> No, but I, I know that they like have like I wouldn't like have like and just chill there for the whole time. Like I might let you say, "Hey, bring me something or whatever." But mm-hmm. like you gotta go. Like this is my customer's house, right. or I'd park or like at a park. It's a public street. Yeah, anybody can park on the True. street. True. Yeah. No, it's an I'm just saying like way, yeah. like I'm just saying like just as like their point of view. Like what the fuck is this mailman doing back here? He yeah. doesn't care. He's like, this is my time. It's thirty minutes. It's my break. I can spend it how I want to. And that's I'm gonna spend it with my family eating lunch. It's ballsy. I like it. Me too. She's like, I do I'm too. I'm always that. like, yeah, get him. <laughs> get him. Get him, <laughs> yeah. baby. There was this one on a on a route, that's and I'm man. I've met him there a couple times since then. But this lady did come out and she was like, Can I help you? And he was like, No, I'm just taking my lunch. Well, she that's... was like, Well, can you move? And he was like, I will in 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, that seems really shitty of that lady. She you was. know, like I just couldn't, I just couldn't imagine. Like I haven't had anybody come up to me out there on a route that's been like, "Hey, bitch, what are you doing?" Right. Oh yeah, I have had did. like some mean people, but not like while I was but just chilling. There. He like remembers her, and he's uh, he said that she's like aggressive. Like she'll be like, "Where's this?" And he's like, "I don't fucking know." Like I don't control See, when things yeah. come I'm in not your in house. Charge of that yeah. goes right back to your guys's podcast. Like it's the same. Like having your shitty regulars too. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like on all your routes, you have your good regulars. There's definitely areas and your shitty you know, regulars. There are areas of town that are better or worse than others. You know, right, right, right. Like. I don't know some of the, like the Utica Square area, Ugh. like those people are the ones that like leave hundred dollar you know tips at yeah. Christmas time. Like yeah, but then the rest of the year, and then you have the other busy. routes yeah. in different areas where they're like, you got my check. So I will you say, know, I was gonna say the uh, the the sketchy areas. Do you have any sketchy areas on your app? I or have was you had just them? about to comment and say the sketchier areas are the places. Maybe it's just like. Because of me as a person or whatever. But the mm-hmm. places that the people really love the mailman. You know, like you get those tips or whatever on the nicer routes. But like the people in the sketchier areas, like they love to see you. And they're mm-hmm. like, mailman. And those That's are because the kinds they're waiting of on their, on their checks. Exactly. <laughs> but those are the places that you form the relationships of like, you know, their children and you like care about them as people or, you know, do right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I could see you getting just too too casual with the kids and everything else. Be like, damn it, Bobby, get out of the street. Oh, sorry, Miss Whoever kid was in the street, I wanted to help you out. <laughs> I'm sure that the like it yeah. 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 I'm sure that I don't happens. know. I think I think my partner he tries to keep his distance, Does I he? think, a lot. Yeah. Cause I mean, some of his routes are like in a little bit sketchier parts. Like one time he said this woman came up to him and asked him to use his cell phone and he uh, was he was no. kinda worried that she was gonna take it. That answer she was is like, no. no. But she was like, I need to I need to call nine one one. I was just raped. Like, can you wait with me? And he was like, Actually I can't. Like, I've gotta go. I'm Oof. on a timed route. I will help you call. I was the... going to say, I'll call it in for you. Right. No, he did. Have he, you meet him he like a quick trip or something, right? I don't know. I'd call my some... supervisor and have my supervisor come meet her. That's what I do. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, 
I don't I don't remember exactly how he handled it. So. Yeah, that's, exactly yeah that's still weird. I mean, again, you kind of have that celebrity status, so like people automatically assume. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're in like uniform. you know all it's their like shit. Yeah. That, yeah. people assume you know every fucking thing about them. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't yeah, know, but I name. I don't know. I've seen like a a meme of like your mailman knows more about you than you think they do. They exactly. know when you like when you get new shit. They know when you like. When I mean, well, I when you have true. those like overdue notices that continually show up, like they mm, know, like you know, well. when your address changes, like if somebody is taken off your address, like they can infer. Well, we also when somebody know it breaks up or stuff. a divorce happens. What other stuff? Like, like you're saying, like like you said, like how he, your partner, I guess, uh, the mail carrier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he stays out of it, but like. Um, there was this one lady on one of the routes that I carry. She was older and she had broke her hip and her air conditioner went out in her house and her son is disabled on top of it. And Jesus uh, Christ, like so karma I, is just shitting on this woman. Yeah, exactly. So I took her over like I had an extra window unit. And after work, I went over and my husband and I uh, installed it at their house. And so you don't always have to... And it was in a, you know, less... fortunate area so So those kinds of things is what i'm saying like kind of the things that i love about it how did you get all of that information obviously because we know your stuff yeah well i mean well this particular lady she since she hurt herself we mm. went up to her door like and we would knock on the door or she would leave her leave her window open uh, is there ways because I know that you can like let somebody know when you're not gonna like when you're not gonna be home when you're away on vacation you can stop your mail mm-hmm. is there any way that you could like let your mailman or letter carrier know like hey I've had a surgery I'm immobile I can't go- get down to my just mailbox just get a note from your doctor and take it to the post office or give it to your carrier okay that seems That's like it. a lot of work too well like, while you're like, at the doctor I'm disabled throw it through the window <laughs> well she that was one of her favorite parts of the day is oh, whenever okay. the mailman would come up. So she would sit by her window, really. And like you'd put it in there and then you'd just be like, hey, how are you doing today? And then mm-hmm. people just, if that's your only She's time like, you talk to somebody. Terrible. I got surgery. And you're yeah. like, all right, cool. See you later. <laughs> no. See, that's <laughs> a no. That's like that's, a hit. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on. Yeah. Sucks to be you. Yeah, right? Like, all right, cool. Bye. Oh, yeah. I can tell because here's your doctor's bill. and i'll be by tomorrow for that heart attack (laughs) lord have mercy yes so then uh that lady obviously that you brought an air conditioner over that seems like she's uh, dead now oh shit yeah she died that sucks it does suck Mm -hmm. not because and while i was over there see oh i don't don't want to tell the bad part i mean i'm gonna tell the bad part of the story i have to um so uh my husband at the time uh was mixed color, mm-hmm. you know, and he, at the, the time he was mixed color. Did he change? <laughs> he was. Mormon, he was my husband it? at the time. Oh, okay. Okay. I was gonna say, you know, in in uh, Mormonism, true story. If you're uh, uh, truly like following the faith, you and can turn white, is what they say. This is actually a thing. That's a in, bullshit statement. For that's a hundred percent true. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's a fact. I will swear to you. Because on they, they say that. they're like, like how do they in explain their, it after yeah. the fact. In their book, it literally says like you can't be in heaven. Go to their heaven, right? Mm-hmm. And then they so they say. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, and we digress. <laughs> I believe you. You don't have to look. No, it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up for her. You're oh, good. I don't, I don't so then, anyways, you guys. Uh, were uh, over there. So we were over there, and her son, the one that was also disabled, was like talking all kinds of shit about you know, not him personally. 
But brown people? Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? And so after she passed away, he still wanted me to deliver the mail up to the window. Like, what'd you do? Well, I'm not a regular, I'm not a regular carrier. So I just come there once a week. And Mm -hmm. the time I came there, I just put that shit in the mailbox. I was like, fuck you, dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You're not your mom. I liked her. Yeah. Right. I don't like you. Well, I mean. We get our, we get to pick who we like too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things that you can do like as a server or whatever that, you know, like little perks for, um, I don't know, for your regulars mm-hmm. or like if somebody you pisses get this you extra off or like, giant, like you get the bowl of ranch instead of the side dish. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to fuck not. <laughs> or if it's like somebody who's being real shitty about changing the channel. Sorry, man. The, the remote's dead. I can't find the remote. So the exact I would do thing. That. I would give him the fucking remote. Like no, no. I mean, I'm, but I'm. Sometimes I'm petty. Like, yeah. if somebody well, pisses like me off, I'll yeah. like break their straw so that it's difficult for them to drink their drink. You poke a little hole That's in hilarious. it. You're su- that is so uh, passive you, aggressive. Man. Jesus yep. Christ. Sure I'm, as shit. I'm going to use it though. Yeah. So the church no longer follows that quote unquote. It's still in there. Oh, they probably can't. Um, yeah, probably. But they're called Lamanites, uh, is what they called people of of different colors. But if they uh, um, you know, we're moving forward, they become white and delightsome, quote unquote. White and delightsome? Quote unquote. If if they did their job. I think that I'm gonna get like that a tattoo. Band name. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new screen name. I don't think that would go very well. Oh gosh. I'm gonna tag that whenever we upload this. Oh no. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So then uh, let's talk about more stories from the road then, because that's Wait. really, okay. Yeah, yeah explain, that's what wants to know. explain your potty breaks. Uh, you just do it on the floor, right? That's what I do. Well, my potty breaks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be 100% completely truthful. Yeah, do it. Whenever you first start, you're the CCA and you're expected to be like all amazing mm-hmm. and Gung-ho. cool and do yeah. all your stuff. By and I was out there. No. Uh, not by the book. Uh, opposite <laughs> no, of by I the mean, book. I mean, the CCAs <laughs> are expected to be by the book. Like everything has got to be to the T, like cross. No, they just want you to go fast. Oh, okay. Right. Don't do it well. Just do it fast. Exactly. All right. Uh, you get to do it well when you're a regular. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. Um, <laughs> it's so, one way to play. I guess. And I was also in like kind of a rural office like out there and so there weren't places mm-hmm. for the potty yeah and so i had you know like i would mm-hmm. have a quick trip cup and sometimes i would go in that heard that yeah number one or number two well i could never do the number two i don't I think, think i could either i think i would i wouldn't i don't think my body would even let me like start to try to do the number two like i'd, I'd go by cat's <laughs> face is like i got this bitch i've done it I know. You, no I mean, i'd go like, by a know, bush like i couldn't the- go in a cup <laughs> like there'd be no way that it would just remind me of the thing and, uh, <laughs> oh she did the motion <laughs> the two girls on the cup no i no never the two okay fair enough um so then uh but re- now yeah realistically yeah. like you can have in the con- contractually restroom break anytime. As long as you don't go in there and like get a drink that's not considered a break, you are allowed to go to a bathroom as far as it takes you to get to one that's not a tree or a cup. Right, because you're supposed to stay, like for for most other breaks, you've got to stay within. Yeah, right, but if range. you have to a use a restroom and mm-hmm. like and as many times as you want during the day, as often as you need. So when you say obviously like you're not grabbing a drink or anything else, how, how do they know if you're grabbing a drink versus if you're just going in to go to the bathroom? They don't. 
Okay. I mean, they can time you on the little scanner thing, but uh, oh, you like scan that, out for a break? Is that what you do? No, you just carry it with you. Oh, okay. You know, like it's GPS, like your yeah anything like uh. So I mean, they know where you're going, how long you're stopped in a place. Like they can right. tell you how fast you're going in your vehicle gotcha. if they want to. So your boss is over here, like, oh, you've having some stomach troubles. I see you've been uh, taking twelve minutes at they each uh, quick trip uh, for the last three days. Well, honestly, like, oh, shit. The post office pays people specifically to follow your dot. Like that that's their job. Seems so boring. Boring and like they always say like anyway. No, they say what? I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> they say what? Well, they don't know who I am, right? So, no. they're just like all the time when the post office is mm-hmm. upset about what they're doing, how they're losing money, they always like come to the carriers and are like, "You got to cut time here. You got to do this." But they're literally paying fucking people to follow my dot. Like yeah. That's where you're wasting money. There are is. two people telling me what to do throughout the day, and I do the same shit every day. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, right. There is a lot of redundancy for some of the things with letter carriers. So they pay a person, a nurse lady. I was when I was doing the class to be the instructor. The another lady was doing a class to be an instructor, and she's a nurse. And I'm like, why are you working yeah. at the post office if you're a nurse? So they pay her nurse RN fucking nurse wages to. Read the documents that the letter carriers get for their injuries. What? Like to like interpret them? Yeah, to like translate them and like say, well, this is bullshit. This is bogus. Blah blah. blah. Don't pay them that. Well, it's how I'm up. taking for, like, it as a letter claims, carrier. For, like, a, but I can see the post office point of view. Like they got to make sure we're not out here fucking yeah. them over because there for are workmen's pieces comp shit. claim right, letter right, right. carriers. There that, are. That's what I mean yes. for like a workman's comp or yes. if it's like a disable or a disability or something like Anything that. Anything that we're trying to say. Hey, limited. What's it called when it's like limited? The uh, limited liability or whatever. FMLA. No. FMLA. No, that's not what I'm calling. That's family it's like back. when someone's on like limited. Carrying. Oh, duty. Oh, light, light duty. duty. Light duty. Yes. Light Thank duty. you. Sorry. Yes. All I couldn't of that. think of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember talking with um, a good friend of mine that lives here in town um, who used to do it. I don't think he still does. Um, but uh, I went to high school with him and he was talking about there are some guys, once you kind of get past that uh, initial you know, trial period of what do you want to call it, it's really hard to get fired. So those are the guys that are usually the worst at the job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so realistically, like what does it take to get fired from a job Well, like that? you think it's really hard to get fired, but if we do one safety violation, they can put us off the clock forever wait so is that fired or what like fired i mean for a safety issue like if it's a real safety issue like right but we have a really strong union Mm -hmm. and um so they have to give you like kind of tick like uh what's it called like write-ups tallies write-ups yeah yeah, so you you have these specific contractually like mm-hmm. you get a you get in trouble one time and it's a specific amount of time that you're mm-hmm. in trouble or we leave this like on your record for this many something. years and then it's gone. Gotcha, gotcha. And because of our union, it, it has to be like um, problem solving. It can't just be discipline. Like they can't just be like, "Hey, you're in trouble for this." It has to be like, and "Oh, we need you to do this class or something." Yeah, and something that like will solve the situation or make mm. sure they're not just picking on you because you know people right. pick right. Uh, that could be kind of good though, I yeah, guess, because then they're like, okay, yeah, here's this problem. We're giving it. you yeah, a, a way to resolve it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, other than safety issues, mm-hmm. like let's say I just take a forty-five minute break in the middle of the day that's not lunch because I can. Well, 
then they'll talk to you. So first, their first step they have to do is talk to you. Yeah. And then if you get so many write up, but it's really hard. Like people don't just do that. You know, right. people don't just continuously take the forty five minute breaks. Sure. And, sure. Um. Because you have to work so hard just to get into it. Yeah. So for sure. if you've already de- dedicated that much time and put in, I feel like that many it steps, is hard like, to get they fired. They weed themselves out of that. Yes. Like if you get fired, it's because you want them to fire you. Yeah. You want the unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need them to fire you for or whatever you just reason. Make stupid mistakes. Like I mean, there's safety certain, issues. Yeah. That's I mean, what I'm you saying. Can't, you can't be driving one of those LLVs mm. and have like the door open or right. I knew that. Um, like. They have like safety issues with how they have to park their vehicle mm-hmm. and like wheels to the curb and all that. Yeah. Well, even with all of that, I mean, those are safety issues. But they're not just gonna fire you because of something like that. Like if you get into an accident and you don't have your shit locked like that, then they will. Sure. But if they just walked up to you and like, hey, your thing is at mark, you park. They, you know, they'll give you the the disciplinary steps. You know that take. that's an interesting point. I don't think I've ever seen a mail truck actually like get into an accident. I've seen like the oh my gosh. And okay, seen, so like, something the, uh, recently happened yeah. at my partner's station. Mm. One of the carriers there um, hit someone on a bicycle. Ooh. Yeah. Like and hit hit or like bump like hit hit hit. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they had to have, like, a huge meeting about it. They had, like, and I, I think that he said that they had to, like, send her to, like, do some resolutions. But she even, I don't think that they even, like, reprimanded her for it. Right. Because I don't think, I think that. It's kind of scarring and it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, I mean. Like, they, not like, only are you mentally scarred, you also lost your job. Son yeah. They didn't. Like, she had to have, like, some kind of something happened. Oh, I'm sure she got I think some that kind she of... was sent home for, like, the for day. For day? But then she was back, like, the next day. Hmm. And um, they had, like, a stand-up about it. And I think that they had to, like, watch a video or something about safety. That's, like, probably safety. all the... Yep. <laughs> and that's what, that's what the resolutions are. I mean, and it's, like, he's, like... He's like, of course, you know, we all know, don't fucking hit a civilian. <laughs> but they it's still fair. had to watch like this, you know, yeah. like a thirty minute video, right, and then right. they had to sign shouldn't. a paper, like saying, yeah. "Hey, I watched it." Documentation, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> follow the steps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, a service industry versus, mm-hmm. um, versus, you know, the mail service. Um, for service industry, like people call in all the time, mm-hmm. and. All like, the time. sometimes management can get real stingy about, well, or they just overstaff. You have to yeah. have a doctor's note mm-hmm. before you can return. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes they're real lenient about it. Like, I mean, I've called into some of my jobs, fucking just hung over, mm-hmm. straight up told my boss, I'm hung over. I don't want to come in. If I smell food, I'm going to throw up. And he'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> that sounds uh, like me actually yep. like, you didn't work for me but damn it that sounds I like me so i would literally go like, I know, like, damn it, God, like what the fuck so like with the service industry you know yeah. that even if you have like you know a whiskey virus or if it's a legitimate a virus, whiskey virus a like whiskey it. virus or a legitimate like food poisoning mm-hmm. virus you have to call in like you're not mm-hmm. allowed to come in because you have a foodborne illness right. you're contagious mm-hmm. is there anything like that for like letter carriers like what is the process how for much you? disease can you spread I think no no <laughs> no like, like do science. i have to come to work if it's yeah <laughs> i mean like are, like like what's the process for you to call out and then like 
is there any excuse that they would just not take? They'd be like, because like for service industry, if you're like, man, if they're like, you're our only bartender, you have to come in. Mm. But if you're like, no, man, I've got diarrhea. They're like, God damn it. Like they cannot let you come in. Because I think. But then we make you to go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So the answer to this question uh, is an answer to the question you asked me earlier. You said what my favorite part about this job is. Mm -hmm. And that is that I don't have to talk to one live person when I call in. Oh, really? Like, I just call a number. You have a minimum time or something? Like, you have two hours, four, an hour before? Oh, it has to be before start time. So, five minutes. Oh, really? And I have a number, and then I call the number, and I just say, you have to have some kind of leave, you know, yeah, yeah. saved up. Okay. And I just say, so I want to take leave yeah. for this, and then they can say what, and then I'll just say what. Like, and sometimes the call-in system is a bitch, but it is definitely better than having to Is it to automated? Yeah. And it's mm. definitely better than having to explain to a live person. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite thing about the job. Yeah. So when you cover, because you've had to cover those, can positions, you call in I'm for sure anything? Before, right. Too. Also, mm-hmm. answer both of our questions. I mean, can you call <laughs> in for anything? And when you have to cover, yeah, um, like how much? Like if you, you know, are the person who has to cover people calling out, and you're like, hey, by the way, so and so called out ten minutes ago, and your shift starts. I need you here in the next fifteen. Well, I mean, sometimes it could be their full eight hour route, like uh, the yeah. yesterday. One of my people on my string called out, and so I just covered his route that whole day. And then they have to make it up with the CCAs, you know? Gotcha. And then the people who are on the overtime list, and then they split those extra routes up that aren't covered by calling out for anything that Hmm. you want to. Like, I mean, I usually don't try and use my sick leave for being sick. Like, I'll fucking go to work. Like, I'm using my sick leave to do fun stuff usually. Right, right, right. You know, and that's... Call out for the weather? Yeah. Probably not. No... (laughs) <laughs> well, you can't call out for anything and tell them that you called out for anything. I'm just asking. Like, like you have, you just say, I'm using my time. No, you have specific choices on that automated system, and that's the good thing about it. You don't have to tell them a reason oh, why. Oh, so you say I want sick leave or I want annual leave, or, yeah. and then they're like, "Is this illness for yourself or a loved one?" And then you can do dependent care sick leave, which is the same as yeah. using your sick yeah. leave. And then, or you can just use um, emergency sick leave, any kind of anything. You're good. Um, so the uh, one thing I was thinking about that's really fun is whenever I worked in the restaurant industry, I used to you know do a lot of orientations and things. You imagine how people you know got hired and things. And I'd always tell them, I was like, listen, I really don't honestly care why you call out. You know, if you're going to call out, you've already made the decision that you're not coming in, right? Mm-hmm. I can come to terms with that. I understand that. Uh, get your shift covered. If you call and say, I haven't tried to get anybody to cover the shift, either coming back with a doctor note or you're not coming back at all. Like, if you say, hey, listen, I've called these six people, and I can't get anybody to cover my shift, I can't come in, cool, I'm cool with that, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but the work is on you to make sure you're not getting in trouble for it. Can Is it the same kind of thing? Are you able to pawn your route off on somebody else and say, hey, listen, uh, I'm, I'm going to be two hours late, can you get mine started or anything, or is that a thing? No, so as the manager or the supervisor of the station, like, that's your job. My okay. job is to use my leave or come into work and do my route. And your job is to get it covered if no matter what. Like, that's their job. That's why their job is pretty stressful. Like, they get that mail covered mm-hmm. no matter what. But being a carrier and being there when somebody else is, has called out, you just cover it. You know, your boss comes and says, hey, this person's By out. Way, and I, we don't get mad at each other like, oh, that fucker called out. Like, we understand we do it too. Yeah, you know? yeah. So Fair we're enough. just like, ah, whatever. Like, Heard of that. All right, well, anything else you got before we wrap this one? No. 
cool. Easy enough. All right. Well, definitely uh, thanks for coming on for this episode. We will uh, jump back into part two of uh, tonight's little session in just a minute. We're going to take a quick break. Um, but otherwise, uh, Kat, do we still do Yeehaw? What are we doing in the yeehaw! second season? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> 